I am so hello, hello. excited to be what here up? right now. I love Tuesdays. They're one of my favorite days of the whole week because I get to hang out with Bobby and I get to hang out with Bree and we get to talk about weird ass fucking cryptids. Why are you and technically it's Tuesday booze day because we always have a drinking game. We do always have a drinking game since it is later and at I'd night say, for people. And it is the week of St. Patrick's Day, so... You know, I don't want to do. I I don't want to do a hate crime this early in the episode. But here's the thing, though, Bobby. Drinking is a part of our culture. I'm going to say our culture. Here's the thing, and I'm going to. I can use it. I'll give everybody like a little bit of a trigger warning, but realistically, the whole idea of (laughs) leprechauns is based in hate crimes and racism. (laughs) So we are going to go there. This episode is actually just going to be literally sprinkled with hate crime and racism because that's unfortunately where leprechauns come from at the end of the day. So we're just going to (sighs) jump right into it. And I'm going to tell you guys like what exactly is a leprechaun or what is considered a leprechaun. So leprechauns are these like mischievous trickster kind of like characters that specifically do things like make shoes like shoes is their is their <laughs> their career so path mischievous. so mischievous right and they they usually have things like pots of gold that they keep all of their their treasure inside of they're usually at the end of rainbows and you have to catch this leprechaun and there's two different ways that this can go i hear the first way is, is you catch the leprechaun and he gives you three wishes or mm-hmm. you encounter the leprechaun you're attempting to get his gold from him and you have to you have to try to get his gold and he tricks you from getting the gold from him so i think those are the two strong outcomes we have throughout the whole story of leprechauns and whenever you're he's very cunning uh, the leprechaun and i say he (laughs) for a reason because there are only male leprechauns apparently Mm -hmm. Um, There are no lady leprechauns, lady cons. There's none of those. I was like, so that's actually a very interesting thing. I was going to talk about that later. But yeah, one of the things about leprechauns is that there's only male versions of them. So there's no female versions of them. And they try to say like there's many reasons as to to why it's like this. But one of the reasons is said that leprechauns are actually the deformed children of fairies and stuff like that so it's these male (laughs) deformed versions that are kind of like thrown away into the forest and that's what these leprechauns have turned into yeah and on that doesn't make sense one thing i know is is, there's there's like very little uh you know consensus with the origin of these things or their characteristics so it's kind of one of those like amalgams of the fey folk that go back to like pre-christian times in ireland i read everything about like there are remnant of the old ethereal gods that you know yeah you know when the, the when the danes came and conquered ireland they gave them their gold to hide underground like all this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all this hodgepodge that ultimately you know um sp- spearheaded or, or what's the word i'm looking for you know what i mean it all ultimately kind of combined into what we know now as the leprechaun and the modern leprechaun uh that we think of like with the lucky charms guy or warwick davis who's actually an english actor who we see in the mm-hmm. leprechaun horror movie that like green buckle shoe buckle hat catch me pot of gold kind of uh stereotype <laughs> if you will mm-hmm. is a lot of of it is very similar to the way like santa claus got morphed by american culture right like a lot yes, of it's absolutely. like 100 percent uh um, let you kind of pick up on there well yeah so it's interesting that you bring that up because we can go over some of like the the characteristics of like what a leprechaun is and there's actually kind of two versions of it there's this older version that is traditional with the folklore that originates from ireland of what these things are and then there's the more americanized version so you have these leprechauns 
in both ways, they are considered little people, small people, short people. They are under three feet tall, very specifically. They can range from, you know, a few inches to three feet tall. In the olden days, they were said to resemble more just older men. So they didn't, they had like kind of like older wrinkly faces, white big beards, white hair. They wore red jackets with these little almost like gnome pointy red hats. They did still have the traditional shoes and the buckle, but the no stockings. And then you get into kind of modern day leprechauns and their red hair, pale skin, wearing all green, gold buckles, gold shoes, beautiful stockings. The the hat is still there, but it's it's a buckle style hat instead of the green kind of gnome style hat. So mm-hmm. it's like it morphed, but one of the reasons it did morph is based in one of these things I was talking about just a little bit ago about these kind of hate crimes and this um, – this racism that happened specifically with the Irish people here in America when everybody migrated over, the, the Irish people were looked so down upon. They were treated so horribly here in America. And the, the idea of the leprechaun and celebrating St. Patrick's Day was really to make it so that people in America stopped hating on the Irish population and associated them with a holiday and something fun so that they would stop getting hate crimed every day. And it worked. So American. Um, it didn't work. Just, just before I um, forget about it, um, you had mentioned we had mentioned earlier that you know they're all men. There's no there's no female leprechauns. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was reading is like the archetype of the leprechaun so may have sourced from like almost like this in real life this like kind of eternal bachelor mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm, where like mm-hmm, old mm-hmm. men that like managed to never get married. And I'll just kind of like made shoes, I guess. And you know what I mean? Like there was something going on. Uh, and this goes back to what I was saying. The the leprechaun as we know it today came from so many different, seemingly so many different sources um to to amalgamate into this little creature we're looking here, um, this little cartoon character here. So well, exactly. Cartoon, and of course. One of the very first instances and kind of like the earliest reference to leprechauns that af- that appear kind of in the medieval times was something known in, and I'm going to, of course, say this wrong because I don't know how to pronounce it, but Etra Fergus Mac Letty, which uh, translates to the adventures of Ferguson and Letty. And it has these things in there and it... Um, the king of the story falls asleep on the beach. And when he wakes up, he's dragged by these leper leprechauns. Um, and who once leprechauns. the king wakes up, yeah, but it's like leper pains. It's like it's like it's spelled L-U-C-H-O-R-P-A-L-I-N. So it's like a weird one. And yeah. so once he wakes up and captures them, he's granted three wishes. So that's kind of like the very first inkling of what the idea of a leprechaun is and that's i think that original idea of when you catch one you're getting you're getting three wishes it seems like this older idea of the three wishes and the capturing is more typical of older stories and not necessarily modern day stories right in in lucro the word is lucropon which is uh, a derivative it literally means small body small body Mm mm-hmm um, just thought I'd throw that out there, but yeah, it was a very like kind of weird Irish Gulliver's Travels situation with the first appearance of what seemingly is a leprechaun in in I guess Gaelic or Celtic folklore, and uh, yeah, again, and I there I can't find like a thread of like the history of the mythology of the lepre. It's just kind of spattered throughout time and again has combined all these different characteristics into what we know of it as today 
And not just that, but we have tons of names for it. So I have it up right here because I'm not even going to attempt what they are. But the first word is the language and the second word is their word for leprechaun. And as you can see, they all have a lot of similarities inside of here. And all of these words at the end of the day come from the same thing. And it's the medieval Irish term uh, leprechaun, meaning small body. Um, yes. Hmm. And the traditional leprechauns actually... Uh, the Irish version wore red coats a lot of times versus mm -hmm. I think the green thing is very much a product of the Americanization uh, money car caricature of, of the leprechaun. Don't quote me mm -hmm. on that, but I'd be willing to bet. No, it is. That yeah. To do with it. Similar no, it like is. what I was saying about like the Santa Claus we know is, is straight up Coca-Cola marketing. Like that was <laughs> early 20th century Coca-Cola. Like go look at St. Nicholas from you know the, the the traditional versions of we'll do an episode on saint nicholas i'm assuming at some point but my mm -hmm. point is american commercialism slash agendas to get people to stop yelling at irish people in america or you know mm -hmm. disparaging them we made this now what would seemingly be a kind of offensive stereotype but the irish are pretty cool about that kind of stuff so and that's the thing I, and it's like it's like we made a stereotype but the reason was the, for the stereotype was to get people to be nicer to this group of people so it's like that line of like where a stereotype is is it harmful or positive in that specific area and it seems that in this way very specifically that it's not negative to technically stereotype these people they wanted everybody to do that so people would be nice to them <laughs> right be nice to us. We have me lucky charms. Have me lucky charms. Drink All right. Hate crime. So, that, oh, you know what? I actually agree with you. That was that was a hate crime. <laughs> Irish accents are an automatic hate crime. That was a hate I crime. Don't, I I don't know how to do it. Actually, to be honest with you. Okay, and now so we have it. Go ahead. It. I, I oh, so, so our next character here, who we have kind of like where this fo folklore of uh, leprechauns came from, is specifically the Irish Celtic god, and his name was Luck, is how you pronounce it. It's spelled L U G H, but it's pronounced Luck. And he was originally the god of the sun and light, and he became a great ruler and warrior of ancient Ireland. But eventually, what happened over time is when Ireland was conquered by the religious folks, Christians, Catholics, those kind of things, that kind of religion got pushed down. And instead of being a god, he was now seen as more of like this fairy kind of craftsman version of himself. And from there is really kind of where people think that the whole leprechaun idea came from. And it kind of morphed into luck being a leprechaun, having this pot of gold, being a part of the sun and stuff like that. So that's really where the story, like it's really deep ancient roots kind of begin when you talk about uh, leprechauns. It's something completely drastically different than what it, what it is today. That oily you guys muscle play the warrior game? looks quite different yeah. from, uh, from what we know of a leprechaun now. Okay, I think we should just take a quick second real quick because I think we're all not paying attention to the drinking game and I'll play this so everybody knows. I gotta open another one already. That one forces you to drink. You have to stop. Yep. I mean, if I hear but that music, I'm gonna start drinking. I, I agree. If I do that at every moment, oh my God, it's in the middle of your sentence. I know. It does You're happen. like leprechaun this and leprechaun that. You're just gonna have to learn to time it, ma'am. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, you're gonna have to learn to time it if you're talking, and then I hit, I hit the footage, and then they were. Like, what? Wait, what was it's I so saying? So good. 
Okay, back back to the want to dance. Fucking leprechauns. So right here, we have a leprechaun pictured with one of these goddamn pots of gold. And the pots of gold is something that, again, is more in newer mythology and not necessarily older mythology. And so it says that there's a lot of ideas of these different versions of gold. So one of the reasons they're associated with this gold is because leprechauns, specifically in the older days, guarded like basements and things. And it's where people kept things of value and stuff like that. Or you also had them... Uh, carrying it wasn't necessarily a pot of gold but it was like a a small satchel full of gold or something like that and so it just kind of progressed over time to being like these giant pots of gold at the end of these rainbows and i think the reason for it is just because it it's like it was associated with happiness i don't think there's like an actual reason of why they specifically have these pot of golds like in my research it was just like and then pots of gold appeared and it seems yeah. to me to be like it's because they're trying to to bridge this gap of making them more playful and fun and what's more fun than like rainbows and gold well yeah a couple things on that sorry brie go ahead yeah. I was just going to say that I felt like the overall olden day folklore was just that these these beings had riches or they kept it, their riches or they hid their riches. So hid their riches, sense, yes. It would make sense then if when they migrated to more American culture, if it was just like, here's the riches. If they're already connected to riches in general, then you would think, okay, it came with the put it in front of their faces. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I, but I mean like specifically the pot of gold because like I said the different versions of it is like they just hoarded it, they had satchels of it and then like eventually it ended up on this pot of gold thing and I can't find any other reason other than it just like that's just what it turned into because it made the most sense visually for people. Like how are you going to explain leprechauns in today's modern world if you're like they just hide their gold and you have to capture them and they bring you to their gold. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the whole the whole idea of the rainbow and the rainbow that like is constantly moving, it's never in a fixed mm -hmm. place, it can go anywhere. I think it it was all just part of this lore, not necessarily that the pot of gold actually dates back to what the leprechaun is about. That's more That's what I mean. That's what I was going to hit on with the rainbow. Um, the rainbow is something that you can never get to the end of, right? It's kind of mm -hmm. like, a it's like programming. So programming. they're like, a, they're almost like a, a, I almost said hipster, a trickster archetype. Mm -hmm. uh, right? Very they're much trickster. Like Absolutely. Like they've, yep. they've inherited Absolutely. some like pan into the mythos over the years. And mm -hmm. like I said earlier, the gold pot of gold thing, the only thing I could really find was like you said, they're almost like guardian house spirit types that like, like the Chloricons were always drunk because they were guarding the wine. And then, like you said earlier, perhaps people hoarded their riches in the basements and they like created this mythical creature to watch mm -hmm. over it or whatever. Um, but, and then again, the only thing I could find was for whatever reason, when the Danes took over Ireland, whenever that was, they employed the leprechauns to... Uh, they buried they buried a lot of the loot of that conquering all around different uh, little holes and hideaways throughout Ireland, and they employed the leprechauns to watch over it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was saying programming because Bobby, you were like, "It's a rainbow you can never get to," and Jamie was like, "It's a pot of gold. It's happiness." Isn't that a weird? If you were to think of a visual representation of a program. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be that? It's like you're always chasing this pot of gold. Yeah, for sure. Chasing rainbows. Chasing and dragons. it's your happiness, yeah. but you'll never get to mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and I think that's the underlying tone of all of it that they didn't actually mean to The to American do. Dream? 
exactly. Exactly. Think about just like the American. Yeah, I I don't know if that was intentional, but it's like a, an interesting thing that that comes through there is like the whole thing about like okay, well, you know, the American dream or the whole like consumers culture of like. Hey, well, I'm going to like get this promotion and then I'm going to be, once I get that, you know, I have enough resources to be where I want. And then you're automatically, humans are almost hardwired to progress, to attain more resources in that sense. And uh, the rainbow is something that can never, you'll never going to, you're never get there falling a rainbow. We're always chasing the rainbow. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Don't go. So it's really interesting that Kathy says right here that her favorite video is the uh, leprechauns in the hood. So Kathy, this actually is for you. I dedicate this to you, my love. I do have this video and we're going to show it. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yes, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This wars off spells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather who was Irish. I just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where the gold is. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News. People will do anything for a pot of gold. I mean, anything. You know what I like? I like the amateur sketch of the leprechaun. Yeah, it looks like somebody yeah. got a really good look at it and got that good drawing who, out there. Who did that? I want to know who sketched that. I don't know. Maybe Brian sketched it. <laughs> Doodling. That was a good story. Uh, that was when the internet wasn't just that full was of a hate, hate and vitriol. That was classic viral internet. Yeah, the most hate crime I've, but it's so, it's such a good classic fucking video of like people actually thinking leprechauns are real. And I love it. A bunch of people gathered around, they go out there, they were trying to find it. I love that guy who's like, I got spells. I got this leprechaun flute. Like, I love that. I, I don't know if any of them were serious about their belief, but I love the passion about it a thousand percent. Did anyone else grow up with, uh, leprechauns, like, leprechauns, leprechaun stuff for them? No, uh, not me. I, honestly, and, and this kind of speaks on how the leprechaun more or less is kind of, uh, uh, I don't want, like, I, as we know it today is more or less an American phenomenon. Um, mm-hmm. Like, half, I'm half Irish, and, like, all my old, like, off-the-boat Irish grandparents, like, they don't fuck with leprechauns. They're like, you know, and, and yeah. I, I feel like I read, too, that it was it was almost like, not a revered creature they were kind of trickster cunning untrustworthy folks mm-hmm. 
And it's not necessarily some something that you want to affiliate an entire Irish peoples with. But uh, even even the four leaf clover was I don't know the origins of the four leaf clover being lucky, but uh, we were all Irish Catholics. So it was all like the, the three leaf was the, the Holy Trinity. So we don't fuck with the four leaf stuff. So I was yeah. like, yeah, so that's exactly what it is right there. So St. Patrick, who actually is not Irish at all. Uh, the reason that you have like the, the four leaf and the three leaf is he you he was known to use the three leaf clover to explain the father, the son and the Holy Ghost. But so it became mm -hmm. a symbol of him. And that's why he used it. And so it's interesting because the four leaf clover would be considered bad and not good. But today a four leaf clover is considered lucky in the exact opposite of what he originally intended the meaning behind clover to be and i want to say the whole mythology about him like casting the snakes out of ireland was more or less getting rid of the old ways the old pagan absolutely celtic yeah it's so interesting that christianity it's so interesting that you bring that up too because exactly one of the things that he was known for was that he banished all the snakes from ireland but guess mm -hmm. what guys ireland never had any snakes ireland is surrounded by water that is too cold for snakes who are warm-blooded to go inside they would not that's survive Saint patrick got rid of them but that's what's the funny part of it no, is that they never had any and you're correct and what it is that they're referring to is the fact that when he came in he pretty much abolished all religion he he it was his religion his way or the highway which is why he was he was ended up being known as the saint and it wasn't for a long time it wasn't until years later that he was brought into sainthood it wasn't during his time he was never revered during his time at all he was my confirmation saint. Was he? Yeah, I just like drinking when I was 15, though. So that's the only reason. I <laughs> but you picked him exactly. I didn't want to get confirmed. I was like, Mom, I don't know if I want to be Catholic. She's like, you're going to confirmation class. You're doing like, it. Then you get like 300 Basically, bucks. Christianity took over the entire world. We know that. They oh, wiped 100%. out all the traditions. And now we're mm -hmm. left with the leftover reminiscent uh, old traditions. Exactly. The American lies the way, you know, it's fancy. You get some candy. Tish. All right. Back to, these, back to these creatures before the tangent we went on. Bobby was talking about how they are tricksters. And it's interesting that you say that because leprechauns, what they're considered is they're considered fairies. But not the traditional, like, goody two-shoes, wonderful kind of fairies that you see inside of folklore and things like that. There's these really nasty aggressive mean and angry Nasty. versions of of these creatures they're also uh like people say that they're sprites spirits so it, leprechauns i think are not just one thing they're an amalgam amalgamation of multiple things that people try to lump them in together to all of these different versions of what they are and so i think it's interesting because although leprechauns are their own thing they're considered tons of different things across this kind of like fairy realm versions of creatures and stuff like that the fae mm. yeah go for it the um, fae. Mm -hmm. I, I would like to read an excerpt from a wonderful book oh yes please i would love to interview the author josh cutchen and or i think timothy renner is i feel like he's dead now uh he's, <laughs> he's like an old school ufo guy i think it's called where the footprints end uh high strangeness <laughs> and the bigfoot oh. phenomenon so this book is very much inspired this show itself because it's about searching out those motifs through time that kind of that red thread that ties all high strangeness together because i'm under the impression that it's more or less kind of same thing 
whether that be some sort of psychological projection, mythology, real ethereal, uh, in, uh, uh, you know, tangible things that we can't explain. Um, but this is a little excerpt about fairies themselves. Uh, popular culture has greatly sanitized fairies. Current notions of tiny ladies flitting through gardens bear little resemblance to the fairies of folklore. In reality, older legends uh, present them as genie lacorum, land spirits of varying shapes and sizes. Other traditions suggest that they are demons, fallen angels, or the dead. In a parallel to the above newspaper account, legends commonly describe a visitor to fairyland who is urged to flee by another individual, typically in captive soul, deceased uh, friend or relative, lest they remain trapped in the other world forever. Uh, they can be helpful or malicious. So, um, fairy lore, ex especially, but not exclusively, the traditions of Western Europe, remains highly explicit, uh, explicative, explicative, I, I don't know how to pronounce that word. Exploitative. Um, explicative. No, ex explicative. Explicative. Mm. Uh, internally consistent model when analyzing all var varieties of paranormal phenomenon, including ghosts, extraterrestrials, poltergeists, and even Bigfoot. So, oh, the takeaway the there is it's almost like that Jungian airship thing that we talk about with UFOs, where it's like high strangeness is defined and seen by the perception of the people and what they know about the world of that time. Mm -hmm. um, and Though we will get more into this in Factor Sci-Fi at the end of the show, um, I think that this kind of applies to the Leprechaun in that it is a product of several different attributes and, and molded into one mythology that does the little people, the faith folk, that's not exclusive to the area, right? That's like kind mm -hmm. of a global, global thing. So anyway, yep. I thought that that was an interesting little tidbit there. Absolutely. Yeah, all in the same fam. So really what happens outside of this is the more modern day version of what the leprechaun is. And what I touched on earlier is exactly what happened. We had a bunch of immigrants come to America during the big migration and all of the immigrants from Ireland settled in the exact same area in the United States. And they were, had this huge prejudice, prejudice against them. People were really mean to them. They were thought as like poor and gross and full of disease and stuff like that. And so this idea came uh, within the area to start Boring hosting gross. these. Yeah. To start hosting these things of, um, <laughs> these like parties and these parades and these celebrations and these drinking events in order to get people to associate happiness and joy and fun and drinking with these people so that they would stop being so awful and horrible to them. And that's really why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day today. Why specifically the leprechaun looks the way it does. It's supposed to look like an Irish person. It's supposed to dress the way it does to reflect what we think Irish people look like. And so that's really why it looks like the way it does today. It doesn't look anything like what it used to considering it had the red and it was looking like an old man and not like a traditional Irish person. Yeah, speaking of discrimination, the only Irish Catholic <clears throat> president we've ever had is Kennedy, and the CIA Kennedy. killed that guy. So killed him. Yeah, hate know. crime. Oh shit! Whether that's because he's Irish or not, I don't know. Hate crime. It could be possibly. It was a hate crime. It could be. I. Yeah. 
And so that really leads us just to, to, to today, modern day uh, leprechauns. Unfortunately, there's not that much information about them. But what I do have for you guys is some interesting facts, some videos, and some what possibly could be explanations for what the leprechauns could be. So are you guys prepared for it? Yeah. Oh, and I have a painting. Oh, this okay. For show and tell. Okay, we'll do that for show and tell after. Okay, so the first thing I do want to say is that uh, leprechauns are protected species. Oh, yeah, I did read that article. So considering it's uh, under EU law and there is specifically a trail that is uh, the official protected land for the exactly 236 leprechauns that live in that area. And there was a person uh, by the name of Kevin Woods, who was a native of the area, who managed to convince the EU that that area should be be protective under their laws, and it was granted. So they do actually have their own actual protected area where they supposedly live at. Nice. Don't come to right. back to the states, right. though. Right. I love that. The next thing I do have to say is there is something called uh, leprechaunism, which is also known as Donahue syndrome, which is an extremely rare disorder. That's very offensive. It counts. That is uh, because if you have like a, an abnormal resistance to insulin and to alcohol. Uh, to insulin, to insulin, maybe a little bit of alcohol. So it's a genetic disorder and it occurs in individuals, um, two copies of a, a certain gene. So it's like, a, it's like a genetic disorder and babies with the disorder are unusually small. So it's interesting that, you know, they have the leprechaunism, the Donahue, the They small, don't still right? use that term anymore, right? So they don't use leprechaunism. They use Donahue syndrome now, but it is, Jesus. sorry, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Well, leprechaun syndrome is a compound word, right? Exactly. Um, And also one of the side effects is they have these really weird like fat deposits in their areas. So they're seen as more leprechaun, these more stocky, but like kind of bulky little things like in their muscle areas and stuff like that. And so. Sounds like me. They also have like really, really low. I have that. They also have really low I set, low set ears. I'm six foot of six, like, but you know. Um, okay, so it has low foot, low put ears on the bottom of their skull, like really kind of dropped down, and they have, uh, they have, um, wide flat like, noses. Uh, what's the little Yoda from Harry nostrils. Potter? Um, Gandalf. Gandalf? No, no, Harry Potter. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, movie, Shuby, uh, Gobi. Come on, come on, people that are watching. What's that? Dobie. 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 Dobie vibes from this. Oh, Dobie. Okay, okay. Okay, so sorry. flat nose, upturned nostrils, thick lips, large mouth, and then it has bulging, wide, spreaded eyes. Um, and then the babies also have a no- abnormally small heads. And they have excessive hair growth when they first come out. So it's a literally describing. Well, that's what's interesting is it's literally what describe what's describing a leprechaun. So it's interesting drink that they called it leprechaunism because that's exactly what those poor children look like. And I've said it a million times and I don't know if I got this from somewhere else or it's my own theory. I'm sure I'm not the first to come up with it, but I guarantee back in the old days when they would have to shun people off to the woods because they were kind of outcast either physically or mentally or whatever that there was some mythology that brewed around that mm. that for sure like a like witch this. hunt but it's like leprechaun leprechauns you know, 
or like just someone that was born with a deformity they're like you can't stay here you have to go live under the trees or the bridges in the woods to the forest unless you bring me gold all right yeah anyway i have leprechaun videos for you guys and i want you guys to tell me what you guys think sci-fi i'll play the first one Yes. Um, no, that's... That was me again. <laughs> it's very you. easy. It's much easier to impersonate a leprechaun on camera than say something like a Bigfoot or even like a gray alien. Because they are very humanoid. Um, so what are we supposed to do with this footage? Are we supposed to decide to spend whether or not... You just, just tell me about right just, now. You tell me what yeah, you tell me what you think this is. This is a video that of is a an child alleged... dressed as a leprechaun. You think so? I'm literally that that short. First of all, the green jacket gave it away. <laughs> it's the sparkly the green jacket. What's wrong with that? I would wear one if I had one. Oh, that's it's what I was gonna say. Um short red jacket. It's as tall as the car. They're, um, huh? they're a very solitary creature. Mm-hmm. And uh the color of the solitary fae was red and not uh, green. Green, not green is when they're in when they're in groups they wear green is what mm, I was researching. How interesting. interesting. Look at that look at that little fucker go. What is green that? is like their party attire, I guess. Alright, alright. I'll give you this next one. You tell me what you think this of this one. My name is Connor. How did you find these? I just did. This is someone's home movie. Uh, what? I don't see anything. Watch, watch. What? It slows down. Oh, yeah. let's slow that down. Wait, does it one more time? Oh, remember that movie, The Borrowers? No. Mm-mm. That was that was before your time. Okay, ready, ready. Watch, Bobby. Watch. Look, watch. I'm right. older there than goes. you, Bobby. That could be like a Chihuahua or something. You think Wait, so? You're not older than me, Brie. I take it back. I know. Look how it scares him, though. It's like he doesn't expect the fucking thing. I don't. That is creepy, though. I'll give him that. That could have been a rat. He would have pissed his pants. There's a lot of things that that could have been that's completely explainable. However, it is fun to think that it is a leprechaun in that leprechaun scared that child. All right. All right. right. It's the right size. I like to think of of a little house spirit fairy. Yeah, for sure. That's what I say. I like that size. Okay, let's see if this last one will come in. Someone's got like a little kangaroo thing going on. This one, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to say about this one, you guys. I'm just going to let it go for itself. And you tell me what you think. It's an alien. The balloon on its head. And then. That's like little Sam Pumpkinhead from Trick or Treat. Oh, God. I love Sackboy. Mm-hmm. That thing it's is the way it moves is ve- I don't think it's a leprechaun, but it is very upsetting regardless. Like if you saw <laughs> like that thing a mylar like, balloon on its head or something. What is it doing? And then it runs off. It's got a little like, like, yeah. cloak what, what? Why why are they saying that's a why are they saying that's a leprechaun drink? No idea, bro. None whatsoever. This is just it because was because it's tiny and unexplainable. Mm. It seems like it's that's up like, to That's an alien to me. That looks like an alien, but it's 
a body. At first, I thought it was somebody with, like a helmet. Tiny little arms. But then, yeah, look how small it is in relation to the window. Like, that's really small. Like, that has to be a child if it is. And it's like and then, just like, ramming like itself this. into that suitcase on the side of the window for some reason. Yeah, like, what's it doing in there? And it's like, it can't get it. And then it's like mad and it leaves. Uh, Imagine a child trying to pull a prank on its parents and it puts something like that on its head and thinks it can move around and then hits it head hits themselves on the head cries and then just runs away that's what i think is happening here oh so you're, you're it's saying in reverse is... oh it's a hand puppet so i, I think thought it's that in reverse. I, no i thought that too but then the other time he runs at the end he runs uh, yeah. forward so it doesn't make any sense it's weird as shit i thought, I thought the Mr. same Roger thing are you sure watch just watch it's fucking henry out of the cat from mr rogers what, yeah, like watch when it leaves because then I at the end I don't think it's in reverse. I'm like, oh wait, that makes sense because it like run, watch the way it runs away. What's the name of this video? N Leprechaun video number four. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, see how it case. runs? Like that's not backwards. Like watch, see, look, watch like this. See how it ran? I get what you mean, though. In the beginning, it looks like it's backwards. Like right here, this looks backwards. He like moonwalked. That one Very looks backwards swiftly. for sure. But then, like, Wait, it stops where? being backward right here. I feel like. No. Oh no way! I think it was slowed down. I don't know. I think it was a reverse. At the very beginning, it feels like it. I agree with you. We need Kari for this. I for feel like there's something sure. wrong with that video. I think there's something wrong with that video, and it looks like it was cut, <laughs> sped up, <laughs> something. It's a hand puppet filmed on a tiny set. A baby set. Oh, so sweet of you. Make sure you guys go show love to UFO Garage, too. We love them. All right, so that's that's all I got of the leprechauns, you guys. So please tell me your guys' thoughts, your guys' ideas, and then we'll get into our factor sci-fi of the night. Oh, man. I don't think that they are real. <laughs> sci-fi? Uh, I was like, we're not yeah, even getting into I think we just need to go to sci-fi sci at this should point. We just, I was like, should we but just go into other... it? I was yeah. like, that, yeah, before, like, do you guys have any other final thoughts, ideas before we go on? No, I think you we nailed it. skipped ahead in the video because that would have been good to see um, the points of it changing throughout time. Like, if you go back, how it, this was like a traditional, like, traditional artwork of what it was depicted. The two different versions of it. Yeah, when we were yeah. talking. Mm hmm. I'm going to one of those collars. I love those things. They're so neat. I think no, this is meant to collect mostly. crumbs. It's ah. possible. Oh, look at that scary motherfucker. Aid Vagoda. I was like, what is that, Brie? Where is that? So actually, one thing I will say is, um, Bobby, you have a lot of knowledge inside of horror podcasts, and I feel like the leprechaun mm -hmm. has become kind of like a horror icon. So can you please suggest some good movies that have scary leprechauns inside of them? All I can think, okay, so all I can think of off the bat, and I'm not <laughs> actually a huge fan of the leprechaun series, the first one's pretty great. Warwick Davis is actually an English actor, plays the leprechaun. He was Wicket uh, at the Ewok in Return of the Jedi and those awesome Ewok made-for-TV movies from the 1980s. And um, he was in some other stuff. He was in Willow, the guy from Willow. Uh, not quite a leprechaun, but, but mm -hmm. still a, 
fun movie. Uh, so I like, honestly, of the Leprechaun movies of that franchise, the first one's definitely still watchable. Uh, I like Leprechaun in the Hood because it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then there's one where he goes to space because in the 90s, for every, whatever reason, every like 80s uh, horror franchise, they're like, well, what are we supposed to do with this character now? Like, let's put him in space. Mm-hmm. Um, then we got that with the Leprechaun. <laughs> um, all of these are not quality films, but they're definitely a fun watch. Um, kind of in the same realm as the Leprechaun, I guess. I'm going to go ahead and rep uh, and recommend oh. uh, the Troll series, where the, tr- the original Troll um, has a very young Julia Louise Dreyfus in it from Seinfeld. Ooh. Um, okay. But probably it's. Um, its predecessor is more notorious because it's uh, Troll 2. It's mm-hmm. considered one of the, if not the greatest bad movie ever made. Um, the story behind it is, I know this isn't really leprechauns, but it's like small fey folk type things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and this one actually is about goblins, not trolls. But what it is, it's an Italian director where Goblin. he didn't really speak English, nor did his wife, who wrote the screenplay, flew over with a production mm-hmm. crew to utah and cast locals in this movie that came out in like 1989 ish late 80s mm-hmm. um so it's just chocked full of like lost in translation bad acting and just they wanted to make like a serious american horror movie and it is just tons of silly fun mm. uh, uh i wouldn't see, even say embarrassing to watch because it's just that much fun <laughs> Uh, Troll 2 is highly recommended in that realm. I don't really know of any other Leprechaun movies besides Darby O'Gill and the Little People. No, which, by perfect. the way, was another one of those ones that tried to paint uh, the Lep- Irish in a more lovable uh, light, is that Disney movie with Sean Connery. Mm. From the yes, there was something. Yes, of yes. course. Starting today, I have decided that at the end of every episode or towards the end um, Bobby is going to give us a recommended movie okay for the cryptid that hopefully coincides with the cryptid if not as close as possible think of it yeah it's all for Michael Gutierrez because he said he was going to listen to the not for everyone podcast exactly the vibe so we can yeah Send some of the good folk to Not For Everyone podcast. And I think exactly. that would be a great addition to add also to our show. So. Couldn't agree yes. more. Today Excellent. is the first day, but next time. Next time have it on Duck, baby. I will try to intertwine yeah. that with show and tell, which I think we will get to eventually. Cool. We will get to very shortly. Okay, so before we get to show and tell, let's get to this week's fact or sci-fi, where we are going to talk about whether or not what we believe this is. I have decided I want to go first because I like attention and I have gold in my pot. And I'm going to have to give this one a very solid middle bitch. Here's the thing. Wow. Why? I don't 
because I don't necessarily <laughs> believe wow, wow. all crazy. <laughs> I don't necessarily believe all of the bullshit. But at the end of the day, the one thing that I do believe in when it comes to these leprechauns is I believe the more traditional story that these were some version of fairy or fae living in that kind of world, whether it yep. have been, you know, trolls or whatever their name actually is. They're referred to as leprechauns in today's day and age. So I, I, I don't believe that little green men who have pots of gold on the end of rainbow exist but i do believe that there's a version of leprechauns that do actually exist because i do believe in things like fairies and fays and such and i believe in that realm and i think that they are a part of that hmm all right she just switched my what about gnomes do you opinion. believe in gnomes like Brownies? the little garden things that live in gardens they like, little, pointy, little pointy hats right on foxes you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know too much about gnomes. It sounds like we might have to do a gnome episode, and that's, <laughs> that's good. a possibility. I just wrote down Faye. We could do an entire Faye Episode series. on Faye series. Yeah, for sure. Break down all the folklore. Oh, 100%. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's Absolutely. mine, middle bitch. I sound. I sounds like I changed Bree's mind slightly. So let me lean to Bobby so that Bree can marinate slightly longer. Um, I want to okay. go hard sci-fi. However, I have trouble doing that because I don't really consider it literally science fiction. It's more folklore. But for the sake Myth. of the yeah. show, I'm going to give it a two on the sci-fi scale. Okay. Um, and the reason it not a, it's not a full one is because, like I was alluding to earlier. I believe that the the mythos perhaps comes from something relatively tangible as far <clears> as <throat> the the leprechaun as we know it as the lucky charms guy or mm -hmm. Warwick Davis in the leprechaun horror series uh things like that like I'm going to go hard hard no no on that however uh you know just all those different facets whether it be the ethereal old gods or the you know shunned tiny cobblers out into the Irish countryside or mm -hmm. the forever bachelors, like all those little things uh, mixed with the fey folk mythology, which might be rooted in something real, all those little things mm -hmm. that add up to it. I think that there's some actual tangible real world legitimacy to those. Thus why the leprechaun itself is not a real thing. However, it is based on, I guess you could say that about anything though. Anything like, though. Exactly. Yeah. You could be like, as much Falcor as you keep... from the never ending story is not real, but it looks as like a, a dog and a dragon. So as much as you keep saying it's a two, I believe that your heart is also saying that you're middle bitching this with all of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> hell no. All right, I'm gonna go hard sci-fi. It's like not hard sci-fi. Like, I'm just trying to give three spaces give to the right. But what's exactly. interesting, we, we need to think about it. We need to think about this too. Because for whatever reason, I know I'm guilty of it. You guys definitely are. I don't know if guilt's the right word. But we always seem to give the benefit <laughs> of the doubt to like Native American culture mythology yes, as being real. Yes, yes. But why are we just not applying our logic to this? <laughs> the natives. <laughs> why are we not applying that same <laughs> that same with with Irish people? I don't think Irish people believe in leprechauns. To be honest with you, it's it's not that it's it's not that it's Irish people as a whole. It's the indigenous people of oh, Ireland. Who are talking about this in their in their their mythology and their lore is what makes me more believe it. I am more inclined okay. to believe not necessarily the natives as in Native Americans, but I think the native people of the lands that we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure there's there's maybe a handful of old Irish hermits out there that still oh, sure, claim sure. to see sure. leprechauns, but 
Well, and the thing is, like, is that the, 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 the Irish. Folk. The Irish people in general have hugely leached on to this as a way of tourism and stuff. So as much as you oh, say yeah. it's not actually like Irish folklore, it is now a part of their culture and their the fabric of what they are and what they stand sure. for now. You know what I mean? They stand for Think the of Santa Claus. They do, again. yeah. When we mm-hmm. talk about uh, Santa Claus, yep. it's the same thing. I'd like to tour the uh, it's the same thing. brewery one day and talk some mm-hmm. leprechauns. Damn, did we take advantage of that one? Why? Me, because he's white. Right? Why is the, why is Notre Dame the fighting Irish? Notre Dame's in France. I've never like looked at it. Yeah, it makes that. no sense. Make no sense. I have no idea. All right, Brie, give me your <laughs> fact middle bitch or sci-fi. I middle bitch this one. I With was going me? to okay. sci-fi because I think it's wild to think mm-hmm. of uh I'm going to try not to split this up and just give it a overall. My mm-hmm. brain wants to split this up and say sci-fi to the traditional sense of a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Americanized. And then yes to the fey version. It's like hard to like overlap them and make them one. So mm-hmm. what I'm gathering is I'm on a podcast uh, with two ladies that believe in fairies. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Bobby. I believe it's in all the, sorts of It's the of hand that was dealt. All right. No, here's the thing. I said this. We did an, an interview earlier this morning, and one of the things I said is, I like to live in the world where I believe in all of these possibilities. It's a fun place to live. So sometimes I tend to lean is, in is in the way of living in a world of fantasy because I think that it's more fun. As much as it's maybe not based in reality, I like the idea that all of these things are possible, and I like to lean into those stories and those folklore, and and that includes the Fae and things like that. Yep, like I've always <laughs> said, I'm all about. The phenomenon, not the reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 100%. Absolutely. Exactly. I agree with you. I took a hard rip of my hash pen and I muted myself and I was coughing really hard. So they were, yeah. they were like, are you okay? Are you puke? Yeah. Because I was like. <laughs> All right. So I think that, that we're pretty solid on the uh, the the leprechaun. So should we get right into our uh, show or tell? Sure. Show and tell? Yeah, who wants to start? Yeah. Show or tell. Yeah, who wants to start? Bree, why don't you start with your picture since you're already here? <clears throat> since I'm People here. drop off since when the, we start doing Since we're all here. No, we got no. 13. There was 10 before. Uh, no, <laughs> actually, right. I grew up always believing in leprechauns, even from uh, before I hit middle school. So grade school. Mm-hmm. Uh, my teachers always would go through like the extra mile to make it feel like there were actual leprechauns. We'd get to school and they would eat away at the posters on the wall and they would leave little glittered footprints all around the desks, like little baby little footprints. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like every year for me. I don't know if that happened to everyone else, but it was always like an event. It was like, oh, the leprechauns came and everything would just be thrown to shit. And Did you dream this? <clears throat> no, no, I, this no, I know what you're talking about. Growing up, 
Yeah, no, in yeah, public no, school and was, stuff, like, it was a part of the celebration. You gave away gold coins. Everyone, you, like, made little hats and things out of green construction yeah, paper. I, I, I know exactly green, what she's talking about. Hats. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, but, yeah. like. Yeah, I'm being an asshole. My, yeah, no, my mom was like that, too. So they would do things like that, make it look like there's little leprechauns stomping through. Anyway, so it was just, like, a, it's a warm memory. <clears throat> so I drew, I painted. <gasps> a Is that a UFO? Uh, yeah. So, oh, this looks like ass in this. Lighting. No, it looks so good. I, don't know how to get I know it. it's the light. That's good, right there. Right there. I need NFT oh. that shit. So it's a little leprechaun with a beautiful space background. Looks like the Milky Way galaxy with a UFO yeah. abducting his pot of gold. Got a pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pot of gold. Gold a pot. This looks like shit. Mm -hmm. This lighting is ass, but... Oh, no, I love it so much. It's so beautiful. What a great show and tell. Ooh, right there. Hold it right there. There's no light right there. Hold it up. Right there. Yeah, there we go. Beautiful. No, you're not... No. Wow. I just touched something. You're such a good <laughs> artist. All right, baby, no, your next okay, in rotation. Look up close. Baby, what's your show and um... tell? Uh, I was listening to what is it called? Is it Cosmic Radio? I love it. It's just kind of old school paranormal podcast. I'll think of it later. Mm -hmm. But one of the guests was talking about how he grew up getting into this stuff by watching everything from Leonard Nimoy's In Search of to Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a really bad like Amazon impulse Amazon Ooh, guy. buyer. Okay, yeah. Uh, especially if it's like late at night or like you know, you know that Mine's kind of thing. Mine's Etsy, so I understand. Yeah, so um, I was like, man, that Arthur C. Clarke Mysterious Universe was such a great show that was on in the '80s, and then there were some other versions in the '80s and '90s. Uh, so I looked on Amazon, and I found a three, a collection of <gasps> basically his entire like TV wow. mysterious world, mysterious universe and mysterious uh, world of strange power. I haven't even cracked these open yet. Um, but, uh, this was like nine bucks. What? Like, what a steal. But it's everything from Bigfoot to UFOs, Loch Ness, pyramids, crop cool. circles, you know, Bibby. reincarnation. Bibby. There's one on fairies. I should have watched before this episode. Baby, do but you want to watch these in discord and do a watch party? Maybe. Oh, how cool would that be? I can't tonight, yeah. but yeah. No, no, not tonight, but we'll plan something. Would you be down? Totally. Like, we if should. you guys can handle, and I, this is the shit I grew up on, like, if you guys can handle, like, documentary-style television from, like, uh -huh. 30 years ago. Yep, yep, um, yep. And granted, a lot of the stuff has kind of evolved in, you know, the the paradigms of it all, but it's still mm -hmm. really fun to watch, so... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nine, nine bucks on Amazon. It's a steal. Not bad, baby. Hell yeah. Very excited. Not bad. Just so you know, too, we jumped up from 13 to 15 now watching oh, with the uh, with the Chantel. All right. I guess I'll go next. Uh, I'll go quickly because I have multiple things. Of course, I have rocks. I bought rocks. <coughs> Let's be realistic. So start with my first one. This is a beautiful alien carving skull made out of bloodstone. It's nice and chunky. The hubby bought it for me. He said I couldn't leave the store without it. So there is the alien. My next favorite is one. Married now? No, but one day. Oh. Oh. Um, the next Brie hates that I call him hubby. She actually, she's like, he's not your husband. Um, yeah, you the next one. The next one I have mm -hmm. is um, a lepidite slab that's half polished on one side 
and then raw on the other side beautiful and sparkly i wanted a nice lepidite in my life but i like the polished and non-polished version so i was excited about that yeah. one nice little chunk um the the next one I got, I'm very excited about. Uh, me and Bree really like Laramar, and I got a new Laramar chunk in that's a little bit better of a quality. Look at that beautiful, stunning, mm. chunky motherfucker. Stunning. Do you just back. look at them and like have them on your shelf? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sometimes not judging. Take, I'm just sometimes, curious. Like, sometimes I take them outside with me and I meditate with them. I take videos and pictures. Mm. I sit in the sun with them. You know, just, you know, whatever I vibe with. Now, my piece de la resistance is something that I've been looking for for a hot second. It's called Tiffany Stone is the designer name of it. But what it is is opalized fluorite specifically only comes from Utah. People try to fake it a lot with like the Madagascar purple opal or the Mexican purple opal. Not the same. It looks like this one right here. I finally found it in a shop and it is stunning and beautiful so this is opalized fluorite so all that white is considered opal and all that purple is that beautiful fluorite this one you can't see on camera but it has some nice druzy pockets inside of there where you see nice little crystal chunks and stuff like that but that is my nice piece that was i've been looking for for a long time this one's very rare like i said only in utah in one mind can you find this one she has a good so, light to show it. You can tell there's multiple different colors hanging in there. Mm -hmm, which is like very <laughs> indicative of it. It's not one exact color. There's all these different colors and layers like and versions green. of it. Yeah, Greens, blues, it like purples. Greens, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous. No coincidence, Rin shows up when the new crystals come out. Exactly. I just got most of those ones yesterday. Yeah, all those yesterday. So that is... It for this week's of Bobby's Cryptid Corner, everybody. We thank you guys for coming out you and hanging next out. Week? Yeah, uh, next week we have Bigfoot Anon coming on. He's coming on to tell us about his Bigfoot adventures. Yeah. So we're really excited about that. Uh, we've always wanted with Bobby's Cryptid Corner to take it in a direction where we talk to you guys about your guys' experiences with the cryptids and paranormals and things like that. So feel free to reach out to us, email us, DM any of us personally. Give us, you know, let us know, and we'd be more than happy to have you guys come on and come and talk about your guys' stuff. Um, we do also have, oh, yeah. later in this week on Thursday, we have our uh, St. Patrick's Day mega stream that Bobby's going to show up for at some point, and we are going to do a little uh, version of butt stuff with him with some uh, funny videos and things like that. So he's going to be popping on at some point, so we encourage you guys all to, to check that out and to watch it. Um, and we have on Friday, we have butt stuff with breathe and lizzie borden coming up so make sure you guys are there for that bobby do you have any <laughs> podcasts coming up this weekend uh we just dropped a new episode of not for everyone podcast earlier this week on 1981's clint howard starring evil speak which is a movie about uh clint howard gets made fun of in a military school he's an orphan and then he uh oh. discovers a bunch of satanic paraphernalia in the basement of the school yeah. and starts Ooh. summoning the devil via a computer to get revenge on his bullies. Um, this sounds great. Hey, not for everyone podcast. It's not Logical. for everyone. Uh, highly offensive, politically incorrect. Trigger warning there. Um, but it might know, be for you. But it might so. be for you. Like us mm -hmm. on crack. Mm -hmm. It's completely uncensored. No holds barred. You'll either love it or hate it. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Just That's how like I got us. introduced to Bobby. So Just I love like him. us. Hey, Just like we're us. all the same here. We're all the same. All right. All right, you guys. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. We love you all. Have love a good night. We'll see you Thursday next time Thank is when we'll be on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>